Welcome to Project Arrowhead. I am your host, Jim Sackowitz. Joined this week by Mr. Glenn Swy. Glenn, what's up? Uh, not much, Jim. How are you doing? You sound absolutely excited. <laughs> Feeling a little better, so I'm back. All right. Hope everybody's doing good out there today. I'm doing good. <clears throat> Am I, I count, right? Yeah, yeah sure. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, before we get started, I'm trying to bring this up. We have the Nightmare on Truman Street, and that's going to be produced by JPO, James Patrick O'Grady, JPO Productions. It's going to be October 27th. Uh, vendors starting at 1 p.m. At 4.30, they are going to kick off the Trunk or Treat. And then at 6 p.m., they're going to have the Haunted Escape Room. And that's going to take place at 106 Truman Street in New London, Connecticut. Once again, it's called The Nightmare on Truman Street. Music and event is produced by JPO Productions, October 27th, and it's an all-day event. So get on over there if you live in the London area or southeastern Connecticut area and uh, have fun. Sounds like a good event. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> you all right over there? Yeah, I was <laughs> trying to fix this. I, got a, I think I got it now. All right. Once again, Project Arrowhead is brought to you by the Mohegan Sun Big Three. <clears throat> Lansdowne Pub, Avalon Nightclub, and the Vista Lounge located inside of the beautiful Mohegan Sun Resort and Casino. Join Avalon and Vista for your VIP needs. Contact Chris Cody. He will take care of you. Lansdowne Pub, live music every Saturday night. And uh, every Thursday night, we have karaoke with the aforementioned JPO. And uh, it's, it's a good time. James Patrick O'Grady does a great job. So come on down to any of them. And also happening on the 27th of October is the Lansdowne Pub Halloween Party and uh, Costume Contest. And that will be taking place, of course, inside the Lansdowne Pub. It is free. Um, I don't know what the prizes are, but there will be prizes given out. Uh, music will be provided by Branded, Country That Rocks, and that is on the 27th. What the hell are you doing? <laughs> Leave them alone. They won't get in if you don't mess with them. <laughs> so the 27th again, the Lansdowne Pub Halloween Bash. Music by um, Branded, Country That Rocks, Costume Contest. It'll be a good time. Also, the day before, the 26th, we have our Haunted History at the Leffingwell Inn in Norwich, Connecticut. So make sure you stop on down for that. There are still time slots available. You're really messing with them zombies, aren't you? I see the replay on there. I'm like, what the hell is Glenn doing? Let's get a high five. <laughs> Sarah, how are you doing? So, all right, I got to ask. How much of the book have you read so far? <clears throat> and, of course, the book that we are talking about 
Uh, if you watched the show last week, we had the one and only Jason McLeod on, and we discussed his book, The Dark Siege, which is available on Amazon, or you can go to his website, uh, www.darksiege.com. You can order one from there, and he will autograph it for you. And as we mentioned last week, it is an outstanding book. It will keep you on the end of your seat. It will probably... <laughs> Sarah's listening from work. She's a third of the way through it, and she loves it so far. And um, even if you're not big on the paranormal or or whatnot, this is a true story that happened to a family here in Connecticut and what we call the perfect storm went on and I'm not going to give you any more of the the details of the book it's it's just a very very good book at the end of the book uh, Jason breaks it down chapter by chapter with analysis and it just Bottom line is, don't play with Ouija boards. And uh, I'm just going to leave it at that. And uh, once you're done with that, you have the Dark Siege 2, The Terror Returns. Uh, because, yes, it does come back. So, you're being awful quiet, Glenn. Yes. I was trying to find everything there. <laughs> I'm set. <laughs> He's, a little he's rusty, a little infatuated rusty. by the zombie apocalypse happening behind coming us. Coming to get me over. <laughs> I don't think they're coming to get you. Trust me, they've been up there for two weeks now, and they haven't gotten in yet. Now I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> they've been waiting for me. So our studio line, if you want to call in, 626 Five one nine three. See, we did the like Run DMC <laughs> thing there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's eight six zero six two six five one nine three. And uh, let's talk about Halloween. Halloween. And I'm not talking about Michael Myers, although I'd love to talk about that. I um, I'm hoping to go see the movie Friday. What's that like? Halloween fifty now? No. Um, this one here basically erases everything. After part one. Hmm. So this is the actual uh, sequel to the original Halloween movie. Wow. Thank God three is gone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're not even going to discuss three. Happy, happy Halloween. There, stop. <laughs> you had to start with that, right? <laughs> so, um... Let me know what your plans are for Halloween. What are you going to dress up as? What you what you think Halloween is about? Of course, we're going to give you different takes on uh, different looks at Halloween. And uh, I can, can you believe it's like Halloween time already? No, this year went by really fast. Way too fast. I'm a summer person. Uh, the weather's getting cold. It's hurting my neck. I like I like this weather though. Shut up, Glenn. I <laughs> love the fall. Whatever. Pumpkin spice. That's all I got to say. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know what? All right. <clears throat> You're fired. <laughs> Pumpkin spice. Pumpkin spice everything. <sighs> I, yeah, whatever. 
<laughs> so, let's talk a little bit about Halloween. Glenn, where did Halloween get its roots from? Well, origins of Halloween date back to the ancient Celtic festival of Samhain. Also pronounced Soen. The Celts lived 2,000 years ago in what is now Ireland, the United Kingdom, and northern France. They celebrated their New Year on November 1st. So that was like New Year's Eve, Halloween. Okay. Also known as All Hallows Eve. And uh, also known as the, what's that, the Day of the Dead? Dias de la Mortes in Mexican, or Mexico. Halloween, though, is, is not mentioned in the Bible anywhere. Okay, I thought we lost you there for a minute. Nope. Of course it's not mentioned in the Bible. No, because it was a pagan holiday. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're right over there? Yeah, I'm okay. A little drifted off there. Sam Hain, or whatever I said before, the origin of Halloween could be traced to this ancient pagan festival. The Celts believed that the dead could walk among the living at this time. During Samhain, the living could visit with the dead. However, the Bible clearly teaches that the dead are conscious of nothing at all. Thus, they cannot contact the living, but we know differently. Mm -hmm. The origins of Halloween costumes, candies, and trick-or-treat According to the Book of Halloween, an American holiday, an American history, some of the Celts wore ghoulish costumes so the wandering spirits would mistake them for one of their own and leave them alone. Others offered sweets to the spirits to appease them. In medi- medieval Europe, the cloth- <laughs> excuse me, <laughs> the Catholic clergy adopted local pa- pagan customs and had their adherents go from house to house wearing costumes and requesting small gifts. The Bible on the other hand does not permit merging false religious practices with the worship of God. Then I have one last one here. Halloween pumpkins and jack-o'-lanterns. In medieval Britain Supplicants moved from door to door asking for food in return for a prayer for the dead. And they would carry hollowed out turnip lanterns whose candle connoted a soul trapped in purgatory. Halloween from pagan ritual to party night. Others say that the lanterns were used to ward off evil spirits. During the 1800s in North America, pumpkins replaced turnips because they were plentiful as well as easy to hollow out and carve. You know, a turnip would be kind of hard. The beliefs behind this custom, the immortality of the soul, 
purgatory and prayers for the dead are not based on the Bible. These are strictly customs out of the out of the rituals itself. And that's what I got to you, Jim. Well, talk about the Christian influence. I don't know if you can call it a Christian influence or whatever you want to call it. That would but, be All Hallows Eve. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, or All Saints Day or uh, Hallowmas. And again, it's November 1st. All Souls Day is November 2nd. Um, thus giving the holiday on October 31st the full name of All Hallows Eve, meaning the evening before All Hallows Day. Uh, since the time of the early church, major feasts, as we discussed it, uh, discussed it. <laughs> oh my God. As we discussed it about as that. We discussed it. As we discussed. Um, he talks about me. <laughs> in Christianity, you know, such as um, Christmas, Easter, uh, Pentecost, they had vigils that began the night before, as did the Feast of All Hallows. These three days collectively are called. All Hollow Tide, and are a time for honoring the saints and praying for the recently departed souls who have yet to reach heaven. Commemorations of all saints and martyrs were held by several churches on on various dates, mostly in the springtime. In 609, 609, that's a long time ago. That was your birthday, wasn't it? Yeah. The Pope... (laughs) rededicated the Pantheon in Rome to St. Mary and all the martyrs on May 13th. This was the same day as Lemuria, Lemuria, an ancient Rome festival of the dead, and the same date as the commemoration of all saints in Edessa and the time of Ephraim. So the the Feast of All Hallows on its current date in, in the Western Church are traced back to uh, Pope Gregory, founding of an oratory in St. Peter's for the relics of the holy apostles and all the saints, martyrs, and confessors. By the end of the 12th century, they had become holy days of obligation across Europe, involved such traditions as ringing church bells for the souls in purgatory, in addition, it was customary for criers dressed in black to parade the streets ringing the bell of mournful sounds and calling on all good Christians to remember the poor souls. Do you know what that's called? What? Souling. So. Um, Did you know how they got the name Halloween? How's that? It was popularized by a Scottish poet, Robert Burns, uh, with his 1785 poem of the name Halloween and they took it from there hmm. so that goes back to that and oh, by the way Sam Hain is also the uh, the Celtic festival for the summer's end it's not just their new year but it, it's also the end of summer interesting celebrated in Ireland Scotland and the Isle of Man well souling is the custom of baking and sharing soul cakes soul cakes for all Christian soul 
and that has been suggested as the origin the 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 origin of trick or treating. See that? Hmm. So I want a cake. I want a soul cake. It's a soul cake. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> That custom dates back at least as far as the 15th century and was found in parts of England, Flanders, Germany, Austria. Groups of poor people, often, 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 often children, <laughs> would go door to door during All Hallowtide collecting soul cakes in exchange for praying for the dead. So there's, there's a lot of interesting things. Well, if you could say it right, I might understand a little better. Really? <laughs> All right, I see, I see how it's going to be. Now, spreading to North America. It's where we live. We're, we're in North yep, America. Yep, yep, I figured that one out. Uh, Leslie Bannatine and Cindy Ott both write that Anglican colonists of the southern United States and Catholic colonists in Maryland recognized All Hallows' Eve in their church calendars. Although the Puritans of New England maintain strong opposition to this holiday, along with other traditional celebrations of the established church, including Christmas. Almanacs of the late 18th and early 19th century give no indication that Halloween was widely celebrated in North America. It was not until mass Irish and Scottish immigration in the 19th century that Halloween became a major holiday in North America. Confined to the immigrant communities during the mid-19th century, it was gradually assimilated into mainstream society, and by the first decade of the 20th century, it was being celebrated coast-to-coast by people of all social, racial, and religious backgrounds. In Cajun areas, a nocturnal mass was said in cemeteries on Halloween night. Candles that had been blessed were placed on graves, and family sometimes spent the entire night at the graveside. I usually do that every Sarah, night. <laughs> uh, Sarah says, up in Newfoundland, they do something called mummying. Yep. Or mummering. Mummering or mummying? On Christmas, where people get dressed up and go into people's homes, and the people have to guess who they are. I don't know why <laughs> it's during Christmas, because it definitely seems like a Halloween. So it does seem like a Halloween sort of thing. That's weird. All right, we're going to look up mummering. Okay, while you're doing that, that's I got a little what tidbit. That's kind of what Chad did on the radio last week. He was mummering. That's, that's mumbling. <laughs> <laughs> Mumbling, bummering. It says uh, modern-day trick-or-treating didn't catch on in the U.S. till the 1920s. The practice was pretty controversial into the 1950s, though. According to the American Journal of Plays, Gangsters, Pranksters, and the invention of trick-or-treating, <laughs> many adults raised stern objections to trick-or-treating over the decades as it was often viewed as, as a form of extortion. <laughs> they try to extort you for goodies. That makes sense. It does. Yeah. Give me some goodies. <laughs> and then with that came the haunted attractions. Haunted attractions are entertainment venues designed to thrill and scare the crap out of patrons. Most attractions are seasonal Halloween businesses that may include haunted houses, corn mazes, and hayrides. And the level of sophistication of the effects has risen as the industries grown. Now, unless you go on a haunted hayride, um, those are pretty cool. Mm. 
the first recorded purposely built haunted attraction was the Orton and Spooner Ghost House, which opened in 1915 in Liphook, England. This attraction actually most closely resembles a carnival funhouse powered by steam. Steam? Steam. And the house still exists in the Hollycomb Steam Collection. It was during the the 1930s, about the same time as trick-or-treating, that Halloween-themed haunted houses first began to appear in America. It was in the late 1950s that haunted houses as a major attraction began to appear, focusing first on California. There's a surprise. Sponsored by the Children's Health Home Junior Auxiliary, the San Mateo Haunted House opened in 1957. The San Bernardino Assistant League Haunted House opened in 1958. Home haunts began appearing across the country during 1962 and 1963. In 1964, the San Mateo Haunted House opened, as well as the Children's Museum Haunted House in Indianapolis, Indiana. The Haunted House is an American cultural icon can be attributed to the opening of the Haunted Mansion in Disney World or Disneyland they're both the same to me Disney World, Disneyland, but it was Disneyland in California on August 12, 1969 then came Knott's Berry Farm, they began hosting its own Halloween night attraction Knott's Scary Farm which opened in 1973 well, they must have thought long and hard about that title. <laughs> right. Evangelical Christians adopted a form of these attractions by opening one of the first Hell Houses in 1972. Hell House. Yeah. It was a movie, wasn't it? Yes. Hell House. Yep. And then... Uh, there was the... Uh, the Fire... The uh, thing almost grabbed me. Uh, it was May 11th, <laughs> 1984, um, in uh, Jackson Township, New Jersey. The, the Haunted Castle, which was at Six Flags Great Adventure, caught fire. And, and as a result, eight teenagers died in the fire. The backlash to the tragedy was a tightening of regulations relating to safety, building codes, and the frequency of inspections of attractions nationwide. The smaller venues, especially the the nonprofit ones, were unable to complete financial compete financially, and the better funded commercial enterprises filled the vacuum. Of course, facilities that were once able to avoid regulation because they were considered to be temporary installations now had to adhere to the stricter codes required of permanent attractions. So. There's, a, there, there, there's, there's some good ones. Actually, um, last Friday, this upcoming Friday, the um, the Dark Manor haunted house in mm-hmm. Baltic, I believe. Is that where it is? I believe so. Our Arrowhead Paranormal team <coughs> is doing a meet and greet every Friday before the uh, the attraction opens. So if you're looking for something to do, uh, head over to the Dark Manor 
haunted house and uh, check out the Arrowhead Paranormal team. I'm working, so I can't be there, but it's all good. <laughs> hey, did you know you know the Taft reason Hill. why they uh, why the Bob for apples during Halloween time, Halloween parties? Nope. Well, it says apples have played an important role in the history of Halloween. After all, apples make numerous appearances in Celtic mythology and are often connected to the other world. Bobbing for apples remains a popular party game. The reason, well, the practice used to be considered a form of divination performed around Halloween. Since people would dunk their heads in a vat of water and try to bite the floating fruit in a quest to figure out their future spouse, ladies would mark an apple, toss it into the tub, thinking that the one who pulled it out would be their, the one that they were destined for. Mm-hmm. So that's how that got started. I was wondering why people bobbed for apples. I never knew that till now. <laughs> well, there you go. There you go. It's actually more important in the tradition than the pumpkin. Hmm. Interesting. Well, did you know that there is actually a prayer associated with All Hallows Eve? I I heard it. I don't know the prayer, though. Yep. It is, uh, O Lord our God, increase, we pray thee, and multiply upon us the gifts of thy grace, that we, who do prevent the glorious festivals of all thy saints, may of thee be enabled joyfully to follow them in all virtuous and godly living. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who liveth and reign with thee in unity of the Holy Ghost, ever one God, world without end, amen. Amen. Collect of the Virgil of all saints. Interesting. I did not even know that existed. Oh, here's something good. Oh, boy. Here's a, a, a legend about the the jack-o'-lantern itself. Uh, uh, yes, 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 yes. One night, a convening local drunkard named Jack trapped the Prince of Darkness in a tree by hacking a sign of the cross into the bark. In exchange for letting Satan climb down, Jack had him vowed to never claim his soul. Jack proceeded to act like a jerk his whole life. When he died, he sure as heck was not allowed in heaven, so he tried to return to his old pal the devil. But Satan upheld his end of the deal, hurling a piece of coal from hell at the dead man for good measure. Left without anywhere to go, Jack placed the blazing coal in a turnip, to use it as a lantern. The dead man set out doomed to wander until he could find his eternal resting place. So that's how the jack-o'-lantern got started and that's how it started with a turnip. A turnip? Turnip. They actually are starting to come back with that now. I see that on TV. They're coming back with making turnips into jack-o'-lanterns. Huh. 
pretty cool. Yeah, pretty I'd, cool. I'd, I'd you... rather have a jack o' lantern than a turnip. Yeah. It's just me, though, you know? I mean. Nice pumpkin, hell. make pie out of it, and pumpkin seeds. Turnips, what are you going to do? <laughs> All right. What is your favorite Halloween show? Halloween. <laughs> Doesn't necessarily have to be a movie, but show. So. I mean, it's the great pumpkin, Charlie Brown, to, I mean, it could be anything. Yeah, I like that one. It's a great pumpkin. The great, pump- great pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Yeah, I grew up with that. <laughs> uh, Keith, what's your favorite Halloween show? Uh huh. Yep. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, I, Jesus, are you even there? <laughs> he's, he's, he's. Oh my God. <laughs> And the sad thing is, he's got the freaking headphones on. No, I'm doing technical stuff. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> What's your favorite Halloween show, Keith? Wizard of Oz. Oh, no, that's Thanksgiving. Um, so, Yaza might see him? Charlie, no, Charlie, <laughs> Charlie Brown and the uh, Great Pumpkin, I think it is, or something like that. All so, right. Featuring, great Pumpkin, Charlie featuring Brown. Featuring might see him. Yosemite. <laughs> Do you know what Yosemite is? No. <laughs> I don't. I know what Yosemite is. <laughs> wow. Here's here's some, some really interesting breaking news. And this is amazing. Halloween's canceled this No, Halloween's not canceled. Even if it was canceled, everybody do it anyway. All right. You ready for this? Researchers at the CDC in Atlanta, Georgia, recently quizzed 600 men between the ages of 18 and 50 on the perception of male gender, self-image, and behavior in relation to drug-taking, violence, and crime for a government-led study. Scientists found that men who feel the least masculine are most at risk of committing violent or criminal acts. That's interesting. Okay. Now, (laughs) as modern society becomes more superficial and focused on the body standards for both sexes, height is becoming a taboo topic for many men. Height? Height. It's very possible that these studies included too small of a test group to accurately describe the behavioral tendencies of someone based on their height. Just for for clarification, Napoleon was actually 5 feet 7 inches tall, which is basically the average height for our time. And for some perspective, that that's an inch taller than movie star Jet Li. I mean, so, so there's some mean little mothers out there. <laughs> right. So apparently the smaller you are, the angrier and... Uh, uh, 
Reducing a person's height can increase feelings of vulnerability and also raise levels of paranoia known as the Napoleon Complex. Okay. You sound elated. Yeah, fascinating. <laughs> it's because you're short, right? Are you short? I'm taller than 5'7". <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> what about Yosemite? No comment. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I'm 5'9". Five 5'9 nine. Five nine and a half? Yeah. Okay. I'm uh, I'm actually 6'2". Before I broke my neck and had my neck surgery, I was 6'3". <laughs> so, I... All right. <clears throat> All right. Studio line, 860-626-5193. Give us a call. Tell us uh, what you're doing this Halloween or where you're going or having a party. Invite us. Yeah, no. <laughs> you can't. All right. We're going to do something that we haven't done in a while. Would you rather? That's what we're going to do. If you want to play, you can either call the studio line at 860-626-5193. Or just send your answers on the link. That's sweet. <laughs> All right. See, I told you they were playing around with me back there. <laughs> yeah, I see that. All right. These, trying to grab my hat. These are supposedly the hardest would you rather questions. Whoa, hello. A lot of people can't see the picture I'm looking at. I did. Yeah. Keith did. <laughs> they have any? Uh, high All right, All right. here we go. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Now, some of these would you rather? They they may or may not have some language in them. So bear with us. This is rated R. This is this is. Rated PG-17. Rated PG-17 by the Motion Picture Association of America. Parental guidance is suggested. Okay. Keith. Uh, yeah? Would you rather swim 300 meters through shit or dead bodies? Dead bodies. Keith? Yeah, I said dead bodies. Uh, Glenn? <laughs> dead bodies. Dead bodies. Um, I guess I'd go with the dead bodies, too. If you were reborn into a new life, would you rather be alive in the past or alive in the future? Past. Yeah. Why? Things were more simple back then. Okay. Glenn? Yeah, I would say the past, too. The past? Yep. Same reason? 
yeah. Yeah, for the most part. Okay. Sarah said pass too. Uh, what happened to my cheeks? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> he's rosy. He's rosy red over there. He's yeah. sitting under the well, sun lamp. When I was making the adjustment, <laughs> when I was making the adjustments earlier, he's like, "Oh, you made me look like a zombie." I'm like, "No, there's too much color." So I put it yeah, back. Now I look like uh, he's been like tanning. I know. <laughs> well, you came. All in. right, here's the big one. Instead of lady in red, would you rather <laughs> eat crap that tasted like chocolate? Or chocolate that tasted like crap. Chocolate. Chocolate that tastes like crap. Yeah, well, at least you know it's chocolate and not crap. But if it tastes like crap, maybe it's crap. This is a trick question, I think. It's not a trick question. No, it's just one or the other. So if it's chocolate, how does it taste like crap? Because they made it that way. That's just the way it is. Would you rather eat a pile of crap that tastes like chocolate or chocolate, a pile of chocolate that tasted like crap? This would you rather is completely unlogical. Sarah's is chocolate, too. Well, they, All right. She brought up a good point. At least she wouldn't get any diseases. That's right. Never know what the hell's in that crap. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, hi, Sarah. Hi, Sarah. Let's see. Some of these are like... Dead air, dead air. <laughs> uh, this one's more of a moral question. Oh, boy, we have none. I know. I, I mean, <laughs> some of these were like... Would you rather leave your unemployed son homeless or pay for his drug habits and illegal activity? Mm hmm. Homeless. Homeless. Okay. Would you rather skinny dip with one of your classmates? Or with a stranger? I don't know. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> don't don't have classmates. Depends on who the classmate is. Yeah. Or the stranger. Pick a <laughs> freaking answer. Classmate. Yeah, I go with that one too. Cirrus is stranger. Okay. Ain't nobody stranger than us. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I know the answer to this one. Make a lot of girls happy. Um, would you rather have a foot long nose, or <laughs> you're laughing already? I didn't even finish. <laughs> or a foot long tongue? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm going with the tongue. Yeah, I say tongue, tongue. <laughs> Maybe it can help you, you know, stay afloat while you're swimming with the stranger. <laughs> 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 All 
So there it is. Would you rather have a foot-long nose or a foot-long tongue? And the consensus <laughs> she's laughing. The consensus <laughs> is tongue. All right. Uh, would you would you rather look like a fish or smell like a fish? Hey, I've worked on a fishing boat. You don't want to smell like a fish. I worked in a wholesale fish market. Yeah, you don't want to smell like a fish. But I wouldn't want to look like one either. Maybe a beer cutie? (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, beer cutie. Sarah didn't answer the last one. Look. Look. Okay. Look Look like a fish. Yeah, I wouldn't want to smell like a fish. Uh, well, you kind of do already. Uh, low tide. <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather have a grapefruit-sized head or a head the size of a watermelon? <laughs> wow. I'm, I'm serious. I, that, that one is that doesn't even make sense. You have a said that you have a head that looks like the watermelon and be like that dude from Star Wars. <laughs> Do that again. <laughs> I I don't know on that one. That one's tough. <laughs> I think I'm gonna go with the grapefruit. Yeah, grapefruit. But, but with a grapefruit. watermelon, you have a bigger brain. <laughs> Sarah's a grapefruit too. What a question mark. <laughs> okay. I'll say watermelon because I have a bigger brain. Not necessarily. Yeah, yeah. Grapefruit, right. you know. <laughs> Would you rather have no hair or be completely hairy? No hair. No hair. I'm going to go with the no hair, too. Some women like furry pretty guys, much, though. Pretty much we all have no hair. <laughs> well, I mean, are we talking, do they look like Chewbacca? <laughs> oh, no, yeah, no. Or Bigfoot? Big or <laughs> but then again, I don't know. I got the beard. I, got, you know, I don't know. Nah, I'll go with the hair. Yeah, I, I, I'll go with I the hair. He's got real long hair and, and a beard. And, Sarah said no hair. And, all right, uh, we all got that one. You know. All right, this next one. This is a, this is a tough one. This is a tough one. You guys got to bear with us here. All right. Would you rather have a booger hanging from your nose the rest of your life <laughs> or earwax planted on your earlobes? I'll go with the earwax. Earwax. Really? Yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah. What do you say, Sarah? <laughs> booger booger or earwax <laughs> excellent choice though <laughs> still waiting on Sarah's response but there's probably a delay in between now and then next question oh, wow well, okay none of us Neither. Neither. The ear, but easier earwax is easier to hide. <laughs> Very true. You could just right. shove it back in your ear. <laughs> the next one is for women and Keith. What? <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> Would you rather have your gynecologist use, <laughs> use a speculum that is too large 
or a speculum that is too cold. I pass. (laughs) How am I supposed to answer this? I'm not a woman. Not yet. (laughs) You have to pass on this one. If you had to pick one. Cold? (laughs) (laughs) Too cold. Too cold. Who cares? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Some of these are just... Right. Meanwhile, in the news, uh, in Connecticut, uh, they found... Well, I'll, I'll save it for after. So now, here's another one for Keith. Oh, jeez. Would you rather wear a pad for 12 hours or wear a thong that keeps creeping into your bits? I would rather shut off your microphone at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Man, so I don't know where they come up with some of these. Wear a pad for 12 hours. I pass. Or wear a thong (laughs) that keeps creeping up into your bits. Or both. (laughs) So much for putting this show on public access. (laughs) (laughs) We'll have to go beep. Right? Just get that beeper ready. All right. I don't know what I want to. I passed. Would you rather have large assets and a disfigured body or have smaller assets with a fantastic body? Assets being. Do I, do I really need to? Ex- <laughs> By the way, Sarah, <laughs> Sarah said a phone. Jim, what the? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, like I'm like I'm not I'm not gonna do I really have to just explain what assets are? Yes, explain to the audience. Would you rather have large? You didn't beat me. I was waiting for him to beat me. Assets and a disfigured <laughs> body, or have smaller assets with a fantastic body? Sarah says smaller assets. Okay. That's right, because it's not the size that matters, right, Sarah? <laughs> Why is that funny? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Did you hear him? He, that was he can start answering the girl questions now, because he's like he's over there, like, huh, huh, hey there. You mean that wussy side? <laughs> hmm. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So two nuns walk into a bar. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what was that? Would you rather have one partner or multiple partners? One. Keith? Uh, multiple partners or one partner? I'd say one partner because it's kind of dangerous these days to be fooling around. 
You better are. And now he sounds like... Because your wife's <laughs> listening. He sounds like a public service <laughs> message over there. Jeez. Where'd that beep go? <laughs> that wasn't a beep. <laughs> that was a farting beep. It's supposed to be like nine, uh, 93 hertz, but... Okay. Would you ra- would you rather pay for having sex or get paid for it? Well, I could use a few bucks. <laughs> get paid. Wow. <laughs> Keith? Uh, do I have to answer? Yep. Yep. There it is, okay. Well, answer the question. What's what's the question again? Would you rather pay for having sex or get paid for having sex? Oh, I'd rather get paid. We know that's never going to happen. <laughs> you know what? Go. <laughs> Yo. That was good. <laughs> Yo. Jerk. Sarah said to get paid for it, though. Right? <laughs> Wow, okay, some of these questions are really getting there now. Um, yeah, I'm not going with the swallow or spit. We're gonna, <laughs> we are going to skip that one. Yeah, because that, that, that whole thing would be... <laughs> would you rather have sex with someone or watch someone having it? Well, Jesus, that's an easy one. <laughs> I'm not going to do nothing. I'm just going to watch. You go right ahead, honey. And I'm, that's a no-brainer. Someone. We have really brought our show into the gutter today. <laughs> well, maybe if you watch, you might learn something new. <laughs> okay, Keith. <laughs> Was that Keith talking? I didn't notice. Yeah. All right. Would you rather end a first date with sex or with making out? <laughs> There's going to be so many different answers to making this question. Making out. Yeah, I'd have to say making out. To you be polite. Liar. <laughs> liar. <laughs> yeah, yeah making out. Yeah, that works. <laughs> she didn't hear that one. Uh, the last one was, would you rather end a first date with sex or with making out? I'm going, I'm, uh, I'm going straight for a home run. <laughs> <laughs> I was being polite. <laughs> Damn the politeness. If I get a pitch right down the middle, I am taking it out of the ballpark, okay? Bet you are. Okay. Would you rather let your significant other sleep with your best friend or sleep with your significant other's best friend? Oh, man. (laughs) I'm passing on that one. There's no passing. Pass. (laughs) There's no passing. Depends on the date and where you see it going. That's a good answer because that's absolutely true. It could easily just get Shit, out of the car. Some of, some of them may just get a damn handshake and say, see ya. 
Uh, I'm sorry. I actually thought you were going to say something else. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Moving on. All right, so answer the one I just asked. There's no passing. Would you rather let your significant other sleep with your best friend or sleep with your significant other's best friend? All right, since I have no friends, my friend. <laughs> Wow. Wait, what? <laughs> That's not even one of the answers. I just said mine. So you'd let your significant other sleep with your best friend? Yeah, I don't have any. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah just got booted. What do you mean he just got booted? Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Was that before or after the date? <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather have your pet like you or a total stranger? <laughs> yeah. Um, pet. <laughs> what? Pet. What? Lick you where? Didn't this say doesn't where. matter on the cheek, on the hand. Rather have my pet lick me on the cheek than a stranger. Unless it was blonde and... Blonde drag blonde, queen. Blonde, <laughs> gorgeous blonde. But, yeah, if that, my, my pet. Sarah's his pet. What do you mean, the blonde drag queen on the corner? No. No, no. <laughs> Figured you'd pick up on that one. Would you rather have a long-term relationship or flings? Long-term. Long-term. Flinging days are over. <laughs> yeah, that's what she said. <laughs> but then again, nowadays you could sling. What? Sling. Sling. Keith, would you rather be an average girl with a great personality or a hot girl? Would you rather go <laughs> yourself? <laughs> Sarah's a long term on the last one. Yeah, absolutely. Next. Next. Would you rather have an average girl with a great personality or a hot girl? Well, that's kind of the deal. All the good-looking girls are crazy, so. That's not true. No, that's well, not yes, true. Yes, it is. No, a lot of the average-looking ones are crazy, too. <laughs> I say average. I, average. Average. I agree with average. you, Sarah. Because yeah. the average ones are not crazy. No, I wouldn't say that. Just average with a good personality. Yes. All right. Here's hygiene. Are they going to bite us? <laughs> no. <laughs> Would you rather not brush your teeth for 10 days or not shower for 10 days? Holy cow. Wait, what? What's going on nine for Jen, uh, for uh, Keith? Keith. <laughs> how many? How much more simpler can I make it there, Keith? Would you rather not brush your teeth for ten days or not shower for ten days? Look at that picture. I Do I have to? Pink face and white beard. <laughs> Don't worry about it. You're fine. Freaking Santa Claus over here. Yeah. I just need my hat. You need a beard, a white beard. I got one. He's on got one. Look at it, how white it is. <laughs> Holy cow. 
Is it a damn question? <laughs> well, next time I'm making adjustments on equipment, don't say anything to me because you would have been fine if you left me alone. All right. Answer. I would have been in black and white. It would have been an old time no. movie. <laughs> you guys try setting up this equipment. Be lucky if you can get a mic connected. Um, I guess. Uh, what was the question? Brush my teeth. Oh yeah, yeah. Need to shower. There is always mouthwash. You can always... Yeah, I, I say the shower. You can always uh, rinse your mouth out. Well, then again, you can always uh, wipe down. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, we got to put people... I don't know. we got to put people on the, on the spot. I don't know. Neither, actually, but... Come on. Let's, what's next <sighs> here? What do you got? Okay. Out of me, Keith, and Glenn, who would you date, who would you kill, and who would you just completely ignore? Oh, what I would definitely date Glenn. (laughs) (laughs) I'd kill Keith and ignore Jim. (laughs) Oh. And Sarah seems to be staying out of that one. <laughs> Must be another delay in the feed. Yeah. <laughs> well, go on to the next one until she answers. Studio number is 860-626-5193. Again, it's 860 860- Six two six five one nine three. That's a good way to beat that one, sir. Sarah took the safe way out. All right. Would you rather take your girlfriend out for a date or snuggle her in your arms and stay indoors? Stay inside and snuggle. Uh, see... Yeah, that's a tough one. I don't know. I'd like to get out. Depends on what the if it's nice outside then go out. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with taking your girlfriend on a date. But there's also nothing wrong with just staying home and yeah, snuggling one... her in your arms and watching a movie. Yeah, either one is good. I, that that one's a toss up. Yeah, I would say that too. <clears throat> oh, we gotta be careful. Sarah's mother's watching. Oh yeah, there she is. <laughs> Hi, Hi mom. Sarah's mom. <laughs> Okay, tone it down, guys. Take it easy. Would you rather have an obsessed girlfriend or a hot cheating one? Obsessed. Obsessed. Hmm. Yeah, definitely. I don't know where they got some of these questions from. I don't know. Kind of veered off the Halloween track. The Twilight Zone. (laughs) Glenn, are you looking kind of red over there? Would you get a sunburn? Yeah, I don't know if I've been drinking or out it's in the got, sun. It's, it's going to be all the lights layout? in here. <laughs> no, you don't look that. I'm, I'm looking at the video I think now. I got you a UV light on. You don't look that bad. Okay, listen, You're everyone. Glenn, this pic over Glenn here. is not that red. No, but pink. what was happening when I was adjusting the cameras, Glenn had to say something to me to distract me, to get me. And I stopped at the level I was supposed to go to, rather, I sh- then ignore him and just do what I was supposed to do. Pink face, white beard. Sarah, what do you mean you'd stay single? 
it's kind of a it, it's kind of a win-win question there. You know, you could take your girl out on a date, or you could even <laughs> cuddle up while you're out on the date. I, mean, it's, I don't know that it's yeah. it, it all depends. I mean, is it like a <clears throat> a snowy, crappy night out? And you just want to stay, in, stay in, cuddle, watch TV, or is it a nice night where you want to go out to dinner, go to a movie? But it, it's hard to say. All right, would you rather be as wide as you are tall or as tall as you are wide? Doesn't that make you a square? <laughs> if you're as tall, if you're as no, as, as wide as you are tall. Yeah, that would make you it square. It makes you a square. Yeah, you're a square. All right. <laughs> so would you rather be as wide as you are tall or as tall as you are wide? <laughs> really, it's the same thing. Oh, the obsessed one. <laughs> Um, oh, okay, we got you. It's the same. It is. It's the same thing. That's stupid. Yeah, that, that's the same exact thing. I, I refuse to answer that question. <laughs> uh, it, yeah. Would you rather be the richest person in the world or the smartest? Well, I'm already the smartest, so it's got to be the richest. <laughs> 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 exactly. They're both squares. It's the same thing. <laughs> Sarah says, but she does wish to be talk. <laughs> I knew what you meant. Tall. <laughs> uh, let's see. I wish I was a little talker, too. <laughs> you are a little talker. <laughs> richest. You don't have to be smart if you're the richest. Well, you got to know how to count the money. (laughs) (laughs) If you got enough of it, you don't. Well. All right, let's see. All right, funny would you rather questions. Her mother, that's her mother, Susan? Yep. She said smartest because you can figure out how to get rich. That is true. That is a good point. That is true. But I'll take riches first. (laughs) Get it over and done with. <laughs> All right, is this some of the... Really? W- <clears throat> Would you rather fight a hundred duck-sized horses or one horse-sized duck? Take the one horse-sized duck. Duck. Goose. <laughs> 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 All right, here we go. Now, these are supposedly would-you-rather questions just for girls. So, Sarah. Keith. And Keith <laughs> and Susan, here you go. Let's see. I mean, these are all. Hey, I get the winner. <laughs> with a cat. High five. (laughs) What would you use to kill it? (laughs) Would you rather have an entire eyebrow accidentally waxed off or get a bad rash from a poor bikini wax job? (laughs) Keith? No. (laughs) Grenade launcher. (laughs) 
Oh, you're a bloody. It's a little that's one of, for one horse size. Duck. Right, it's a duck. <clears throat> yeah, it's just the size of a horse. It's easier to take out one than it is a hundred. <laughs> Especially those little son of a guns. Eyebrow. There, there was one time. I'm not even gonna talk about it. This one time at band camp. <laughs> <laughs> no, there was. Uh, one time I, I I I burnt my eyebrows off. <laughs> How the heck did you do that? We were burning out a stump in the ground ah. and I poured too much gasoline on it. Wow, <laughs> ah, that's like a redneck thing. Yeah. <laughs> With the banjo music playing in just, the background. Just put that far on the log there. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty funny. Yeah. I'll tell you what. <laughs> burnt, burnt them eyebrows right off. Hey, boy, where those eyebrows go, boy? They are burned up in the fire. <laughs> yeah, don't play with, with gasoline, folks. Look like a sissy, boy. <laughs> really? Is that Yosemite Sam? <laughs> Yosemite. Hold my beer and watch this. <laughs> All right, let's see if we can. I'm trying to get some good ones. Here, hold my beer and watch this. <laughs> I love it. All right. Would you rather find true love or $10 million? Ooh. Wow. Wow. Who says money can't buy you love? <laughs> yeah, I was going to go there, but. Yeah. I don't know. I'll go with the true love. I'm a sucker for a love story. <laughs> I heard when I pulled up, Keith was listening to the... Keith, oh my God. Glenn was listening to the theme from Titanic. I was like... Oh. <laughs> yeah, see, Sarah True agrees. love, absolutely. She, she says she's a sap. Me too. <laughs> Um, would you rather take a European sightseeing vacation or a relaxing Caribbean vacation? European where? European what? <laughs> sightseeing vacation. You're not a peeing here, are you? <laughs> You're peeing in the bathroom. Wow. Now, what was that again? <laughs> I, I just heard you were peeing. I didn't, you know. Y'all are getting way off track here, and it's kind of disturbing. <laughs> Would you rather go on a European vacation <laughs> or a Caribbean vacation? Wouldn't that be a trip to the bathroom? <laughs> oh, my God. European vacation? I'll, I don't know about the European one. Have you seen Hostel? Caribbean. Yes. Yeah. Okay, European or or, or what? Caribbean. <laughs> European or Caribbean? Caribbean. I say Caribbean. Caribbean, because Sarah's right. They got hostels over there. And I was watching this documentary on, um, I must say it was a travel channel. You know, that crap really happens over there. Yeah. People disappear in those hostels, like over in Prague and all of those, those 
countries over there. A lot of sex Hell, trafficking. No. And stuff like that. Yeah. <clears throat> Not going to happen. All right. Not that anybody would want us. <laughs> so I think we're safe no matter where we went. Don't matter. They just kill you. It's not like uh, they, they don't pick and choose. All matters is what country you're from. Yeah, that's true. Oh, you're American. Oh. We pay good money for Americans. <laughs> Come over here. I take you. Take you to good place. You kicked my dog. Ah, colluding with the Russians, eh? <laughs> or the Prague's, or... That sounded Russian. <laughs> the Prague's. Like Boris and Natasha, Russian. <laughs> Moose and Squirrel. Yeah, a lot of people don't even know who Boris and Natasha are. Yeah. It's pretty sad. It's an old cartoon. What cartoon? I can't remember. I just remember. That's what I it. thought. Rocky and Bullwinkle. Oh, that's right. Yep. Hey, Rocky, let me pull a rabbit out of my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing up my sleeve. <laughs> Puristo. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. <laughs> so, yeah, we're having a little fun here at Project Arrowhead today. Yeah, give us a call, 860-626-5193. I still want to know what everybody's going to be for Halloween. Tell us where you're going, what you're doing, what and you're dressing don't up don't forget, as. on the 27th, Saturday night, we are having the Halloween hoedown at the Lansdowne Pub in the Mohegan Sun. It's going to be a costume contest. Music is going to be provided by Branded Country That Rocks. And the best part about it is you get to see me. What, no, what, the best part about it is it's free. What is it? The Halloween party at Lansdowne Pub. Were you just not paying what, attention? Yeah, what, what kind of party? The Halloween... <laughs> okay. Okay, I was just wondering. Did I get? No, I didn't get my flu shot yet. I'm debating on whether or not I want to get my flu shot. No, I haven't gotten mine yet. One year I got the flu shot and I got so sick. And then the year after that I got the uh, the H1N1 shot in the nose. That was fine. The following year I got the flu shot, got sick. So it's like every other year. So I think I'm on the year where I won't get sick if I get it. So I will probably get it. Okay. <laughs> See, she's a, Susan's asking why. So it's your turn to uh, answer why, because I just, I just said why, why didn't I get it? I was supposed to get it last week, and I had a ride set up for the doctor, and then the ride never showed up, so I couldn't oh. make it to the doctor. <laughs> No, yeah. I will. I, I will. I'll probably just go over to CVS and get my flu shot. Yeah, so that's that free. Kinda, so that kind of messed me all up for my flu shot and blood test and all that stuff. No, you're right. It's probably not from this from the flu shot. It's I'm in the back of the ambulance with so many different sick people that it's. I'm surprised more of us don't get sick more often. I think it's the other way around. <laughs> What? People, 
Forget it. <laughs> Forget it. Forget it. Yeah. Okay, what are we talking about here? Well, we were just talking about the flu shot. How do we get on that from Halloween? Because Susan asked if we got oh, our flu shot. Oh, okay. I got you. All right. We're all over the place. That's right. I mean, today's just a grab bag day. It's a oh, grab bag. All right. Grab bag. We're talking about anything and everything. Okay. So what's the price of tomatoes now? I don't know. But, Sarah, you were supposed to uh, get me in touch with a mental health professional so we could talk about the... Your feelings? Addiction. <laughs> 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 Where's that button? <laughs> it's not here anymore. Oh, he took the button away. <laughs> Let's yes. talk about Jim's feelings. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in EMS, and here, clean out your ear. <laughs> I know. Yeah, there's a the guy know. behind me. <laughs> I will get it. <laughs> but uh, no, Sarah was supposed to uh, put us in contact with a mental health professional so we could talk about addiction and the <laughs> mental health crisis in America. That's going to be a big show. I heard Jim's contender this year for Poster Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's my first day back. I, you know. <laughs> Sorry, Jim. <laughs> At least my picture's not hanging in the post office, Glenn. Oh, you seen that? <laughs> Shoot, I thought I took that one down. <laughs> Anthony Occalini is watching. What's up, buddy? Your dad usually watches. I haven't seen him sign on yet, you know. Who can help with that? Well, that's fine. We, um, hopefully next week... I'm going to try to have uh, Snow Bruno on from the Crossing the Veil paranormal team. This weekend, I got to hang out with, um, oh, my God. Yeah, I can't think of his name. Please call that mental health thing quickly. Uh, <laughs> I got to hang out with Ray Mercer, the former heavyweight boxing champion, and um, Malcolm McDowell. Susan's going to be a witch for Halloween. Nice. Sarah, what are you going to be for Halloween? I haven't decided. What I, kind of witch? A good one or a bad one? Easy there, Glenda. Glenda. What? I didn't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't me. <laughs> Our dog is going at Game of Bones. Oh, my God. That is hilarious. What is it? Sarah's dog is going as Game of Bones. <laughs> that is the I we got to get a picture of that. You need to send us a picture of that. That is freaking awesome. Ooh. Susan's going to be very bad. Very bad. <laughs> bad witches bad witches are fun. It's going to be hard for me to top my costume from last year. Mm. That joker came that out. That was good last. Perfect. Year. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, I heard that all the way home. <laughs> The looks we were getting from people we were passing, because here I am driving down the road. I'm in full Joker garb. That was and, good. Uh, <laughs> Why? How many people were looking? Everybody. Everybody we passed. 
I'm surprised it wasn't an accident because everybody's just looking at the, you know, here's the Joker driving down <laughs> freaking New London. Surprised nobody took pictures. Oh, I'm sure they did. I don't know. I, I, I really don't know what I'm going to do this just year. Just do the Joker again. It was really good. I did the Joker last year. So I don't what? Do, do it yeah, again. Yeah, he did it last year. That's, that's old news. Maybe I'll go as uh, Darth Maul from Star oh. Wars. Oh. Darth Maul. I mean, come in with my lightsaber. And just that's a hard makeup job. Okay. What are you ten? <laughs> <laughs> Star Wars. Okay. <laughs> what are you gonna dress up as? Nothing. <laughs> oh, he's a bundle of joy, huh? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sarah. Sarah. You, you told us what your dog is going as, but you haven't told us what you're going as. So far, we have a witch. A bad witch. Very a bad. Very a bad, bad witch. A very we bad witch. We have the game of bones. Oh. May the force be with you <laughs> and also with you. Was no. that the Catholic version? <laughs> no. And also with you. That's the Catholic version. Did they say that in Star Wars? Dude, have you not seen Star Wars? Yeah. All 29 of them. <laughs> May the force be with you. And also with you. Luke. That's what they say in church. <laughs> no, Luke. I am your father. Well, then pay up that back child support, will you? <laughs> <laughs> you don't know yet. Uh, you're running out of time here. You know, today's what, the f- 16th? Is it? 16th, yeah. 16th, yep. 16th. 16th. You only got 15 days. Yeah. Hey, you know they're selling Ouija boards in that spirit Halloween shop in over in Montville? Are they? What? Oh, yeah. I walked in. They have a whole freaking display. Where of, in Montville of, is this? It's uh, Montville Commons up by Home Depot. They've got Ouija boards. They've got Ouija board cards. They've it's got called, Ouija board pillows. What's the place called? Spirit. I just told you that. Spirit Halloween shop. We got to call them and ask them about oh, that. That's cool. Can we just call them and be like, what can I do with the Ouija board? Can I talk to Spirit? Just ask them a bunch of stupid questions. We'll do that next week. Okay. So we don't have a lot of time today. But, yeah. And how old do you have to be to summon a demon nowadays? Huh? Can you like tell me how old, old you have to be to buy a Ouija board? It's like eight years old. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, and once again, if you listened to our show last week, if you've read Jason McLeod's book, if oh, you have any hello, Jason, common, if you're listening, if you have any common sense whatsoever, leave the Ouija board alone. Don't mess with Lewis boards. Lewis boards. <laughs> oh, Ouija. Okay. <laughs> Ouija boards. <laughs> I, I thought I was missing something. I'm like, what is that? <laughs> oh, yeah, you got a point there. Yeah, absolutely not. It's really not a game. So let's see. Well, I can't ask Sarah because she's reading the book. Susan, where were Ouija boards invented? At Lake Ouija. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if you know the answer. We talked about it on the show last week. It's in the book Sarah's reading. Ouija boards were made in... Drumroll. Don't Google it. (laughs) (laughs) 
Take it too long. It's being Googled. She's Googling it. Ouija boards were invented in Salem, Massachusetts. Hmm, isn't that ironic? By Dr. J. Ouija. Don't you think? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> that song stuck in my head, too. Yeah, I have no idea what I'm talking about, but that's okay. No, we never know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's a song. We're just isn't it ironic? It. Don't you think? Oh, a lot of s'mores. D- wow. Yep. Hey. Yeah, I told you I was the smartest person. <laughs> yeah, and I'm the Pope. Yeah. Nice to and you, um, uh, your grace. <laughs> two shows ago, or three shows ago, two shows ago. This could be a long one. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. Uh, we had Dustin Warburton on, and if you remember Dustin, he does the children's horror books. Not really horror, but kind of along those lines. Scary. Um, no, they're not scary. It's like um, <clears throat> how to deal with bullying, how to deal with this. There's a monster under my bed. You know, just stuff like that. Um, really good books. If if you're looking for a, a Christmas present for youngsters, uh, Dustin's books are fantastic. I got I, a monster under my bed. You I did get me one for Christmas. I did get to hang out with Dustin this weekend a little bit, um, and we talked about our show. Uh, he had such a good time on the show. That uh, we'll have him back on. Cool. Uh, hopefully soon. And um, like I said, look for his books. For little kids, the the books are so good. Um, he's written books with Dennis Rodman, um, Amos, Jonathan Amos. Bye, Sarah. We'll see you next week. Bye, Sarah. Jonathan Amos. You know, you, you know who that is, right? Hmm. From Good Times and uh, he's uh, related to Famous Amos, right? Coming to America. Um, the books are really good. So if you it's have those a, cookies, right? No, no. <laughs> he played the father in Good Times. Yeah, I remember. So yeah, if you have a chance, uh, Dustin Warburton's his name. Check him out. Um, always willing to help out uh, an author, and. Uh, he, he goes to a lot of schools. He does um, presentations for the kids at schools. And uh, it, it, it's really good. He, he does a really good thing. And, um, you know, we'd just like to uh, mention him and, and throw his work out there. Also, don't forget to give us a visit at Scares That Care. You can go to www.scaresthatcare.com and uh, see what we're up to. We have presented two of the three checks already this year. So um, that's a big thank you to each and every one of you. Without your help, we wouldn't be able to help these these families in need. And if you have any questions about Scares That Care, uh, it'll, it'll be all on there. How we got started, what we do. Um, discusses our charity weekend down in Williamsburg, Virginia, our $5 donation days, and how you can help us fight real monsters. And uh, it's a great charity. I am honored to be the Connecticut State Representative for the charity. And uh, please check us out. $5. If you, if, if you can donate, um, believe it or not, it helps. 
and uh, with our $5 donation days, for every $5 that you donate, you get entered in a random drawing, and uh, when the event is over, the uh, computer selects, I forgot how many people, uh, and you win, there's lots of great prizes on there, and um, usually if I win, I re-gift whatever, you know, I put it back in the pot because for me it's not about not about getting something for myself it's about helping these families that we are working with and trying to help out and um if you go on scaresthatcare.com you will see some testimonials from people that we have helped and how grateful they are and unlike other charities we show you the check presentations we don't mail checks out. We will deliver them. Some of the reps, depending on where they are, will get together and they will go out and they will hand the person the check. And it just adds a little more of intimacy than than just mailing a check to somebody. Yeah, much better touch. Uh, yeah, and watching the reaction uh, on these people's faces when when we show up and give them the check... It's it, it's emotional. It really hits home. You can see the how appreciative they are, mm. and uh, it helps. It helps them a lot. So that's uh, that's one thing to look into. Very cool. Um, this past weekend, like I said, I was up in Rock and Shock, and uh, met some met some pretty decent people up there. Um, I'm going to be going on a couple different. Uh, two radio shows and one podcast talking about scares that care so that'll be a lot of fun uh, they're both uh, all three of them are in Rhode Island so it's not too far mm. other than that I, I really can't think of much we have coming up um, don't forget the uh, haunted history at Leffingwell Museum in Norwich Connecticut and that is on October 26th, which is, uh, what, next Friday, right? I believe so. I believe it's next Friday. And that's <clears> always <throat> a good time. Um, and what, what happens there is you will get to be the ghost hunter. We'll do a little rundown. We'll show you how to work the equipment. And then uh, we'll split up, and you'll actually get to do your own investigation with us. Um but you'll get to uh, see how it's done. You'll get to work the equipment, and uh, we'll we'll answer any questions that you guys have. So looking forward to that. This Sue, you're gonna love it. It's 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 gonna be a really good time. It's it really good time. Um, Glenn can tell you he's been there with us. It is a hotbed of activity. Um. I can't remember the little girl's name. Do you remember the girl's name? Yeah, Sarah? Sarah. That's yeah. right. There is the spirit of a young girl named Sarah. Um, she's usually in the tavern room and down on the first floor. Uh, we did manage to capture a picture of her one time. It's very, very tough to get a picture of her. She's very elusive. Um, but she likes to play around. She will, uh, she'll turn a flashlight on and off. 
um, maybe move things around. We have an infrared camera where you'll see a signature of her. Uh, and then downstairs is the spirit of one of the servants that used to work there. I can't remember his name either. That one I, I used remember. to remember his name. Um, <clears throat> I think he was a slave. He, yeah, he was a slave. And something happened. Uh, somebody went to the <coughs> store, and when they were coming back, they were hit and killed. And he stayed there ever since. Um, oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, we, we've gotten EVPs. We've gotten video. Uh, we have one really good uh, video of an orb that was in the upstairs bedroom. A real orb, not a dust particle. Oh, yeah. this uh, You can see how it changes direction. Um, a dust particle is not going to and not a change book. direction like this does. Uh, but, yeah, we've gotten some, uh, we've gotten some EVPs. Uh, we're going to do what's called a uh, voice box session, and that's... Uh, Wadio Ray, Wadio, Wadio, that <laughs> Waskaway Wabbit. Yeah, I was just going to say that. <laughs> Radio waves. Okay, and, Elmer. And uh, it'll allow the voices to come through. Uh, it's called white noise. It'll allow the voices to come through over the radio waves that are that are going rapidly. And uh, you'll, you'll have a good time. It, it's, it's, it really is a good time. But that's all the time we have for tonight. On behalf of myself, Glenn. Yeah, really. <laughs> um, on behalf of myself, Glenn and Gina, who is still on leave, wishing you guys a very good week. Be safe, and we'll talk to you next week. God bless everybody. <laughs>